Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, June the 13th, 2022. It is currently 927 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. And I'm trying to sound excited. I'm trying to sound like I cannot wait to talk about that. I, I, that I'm, I cannot wait to broadcast. I cannot wait to talk. But I, but I, it's, it's, no, I'm not excited. I'm not excited to talk. I'm definitely not excited to talk about what we're going to talk about. And the reason I'm not excited to talk, to talk about anything is because what we have to talk about right now, because all I can really do right now with what we need to discuss, what we need to talk about is simply just a heavy sigh. And that doesn't really capture the emotion I feel right now. There's a part of me that is just, a, it's like defeat. It's just depression discouragement, defeat, but there's another part of me that there's just anger and frustration, but you mix it all together, and I I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I really, I'm just, I, I, sometimes you just think, you know what? It's it's just meaningless. There's no point in fighting against it anymore. It's over. I, I, I hate to say this, but for me, there's a, there's a, there's a part of me today that wants to just turn on the microphone and announce, you know, uh, biblical Christianity. You, you, do you remember biblical Christianity? Well, it's over. It's done. It no longer exists. It's been wiped off the uh, face of the planet. It's been erased. And what is what has taken its place is not biblical Christianity. They may call themselves Christians, but it's no longer Christianity. It's something other. It is some horrible, horrible imposter just just stay away from it flee from it the corporate church it's over it's done everyone just leave but that would be a I, there's a part of me that feels like there's a lot of truth to that but there's a part of that that I know maybe is a little bit exaggeration because when you start saying basically you're almost stating that everyone now is corrupted everyone is an imposter and we always know that that is a problem in doing that i i don't know what to say I don't know what to say. I just can't believe that we have to discuss this. Now, I know what you're saying. Just get to it. Okay. But I, I just, do I tell you or do I let you hear it? I think I'll let you hear it. Now, the audio quality here is not great because we don't have the actual audio clip that we could download and then I could uh, add to my software. So I'm going to be playing this off my iPad, but. It's gone viral. It's all over the place. Of course, the world's looking at it. Uh, the, the, the lost world is looking at it going, you've got to be kidding me. And, and sadly, there's many Christians who are like, this is awesome. This is, this is the way we should act. And I, then you're like, what, what has happened to Christianity? But here we go. Here we go. I don't even want to play this. Here we go. Everyone's talking about it. It's gone viral. I'm going to hit play. Listen carefully. The volume will not be that loud, so listen carefully. Praise the Lord. I hope that blesses somebody. But I... 
I do want you to know I pray for our president. Psalm 109.8 says, may his days be few and another take his office. If that took place at a Trump rally, if that took place at some Republican campaign event, I would be greatly bothered that they're utilizing the name of God and they're, they're, they're you know, hallelujah, you know, that I would be bothered that in some ways I believe they would be using and taking the name of God in vain. But what bothers me is what you just heard occurred at a Christian event. A Christian event, and there was plotting and laughter that she's basically just say, I, hey, I pray this psalm, which, hey, I'm praying for the demise of the president of the United States, and thinks that it's funny, thinks that it's something to joke about. Now, this has made it to the news, of course. That is Lauren... Bobert, she receives cheers at a Christian center after saying she prays that Biden's days be few and another take his office. That's Lorene Bobert. That's B-O-E-B-E-R-T. Bobert receives cheers at a Christian center after saying she prays that Biden's days be few and another take his office. And I want you to know that there, you probably, you may know Christians. You may go to church with people who they may be sharing this on social media, laughing and thinking it's a wonderful thing. Well, they profess to be followers of Jesus Christ. Uh, Let's read a little bit more about it. Colorado, Colorado Representative Lorraine Boebert joked about praying for President Joe Biden's demise. Boebert made the comments to a cheering crowd while speaking at a, quote, Christian, unquote, event in Colorado Springs. And I'm really going to put that into quotations, that it's a Christian event, because one, you're bringing in a politician to speak. Two, you're cheering because the woman just saying she's praying basically for the death of the president of the United States of America. Bobert was touted as a speaker at the event who had proven God's word along several pastors. Colorado Representative Lorraine Bobert received cheers and applause when quipped that she prays for President Joe Biden's demise while speaking at a Christian event. Bobert made the comments during a weekend event called the Family Camp Meeting. The Family Camp Meeting. Nothing says like family values. Nothing says family values, like praying for the death of a president. Nothing. I mean, that says Christian family values. I mean, we are the, we are the, the, the group of morality and godliness and while praying for the death of a president because we don't agree with said policies. I guess, I guess that's, that's now a family camp meeting. 
All right. Uh, this happened in Colorado Springs, which uh, included a series of pastors and speakers who have, and I'm going to put this in quotes, proven God's word according to the center's website. Now, the center is C-H-A-R-I-C-H-A-R-I-S Christian Center. Um, a video of Bobert making the comments has circulated on social media. I, and then I quote, here we go, if you did not hear it, I do want you to know that I pray for your for our president. Psalm 1098 says, May his days be few, and another take his office. The crowd cheers, and she says, Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. As she's and she's laughing when she says it, that she's laughing that she prayed, may his days be few and another take his office. She's laughing. Then she has the, the audacity, the blasphemy to then in, inject God's name into this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Bobert said with a laugh as the crowd clapped and cheered. Now, the Christian Center did not immediately respond to our request for comment on Sunday, nor did representatives for, for Bobert, who is currently under investigation for claims that she misused campaign funds. The infamous psalm has been used in the realm of politics before. In 2016, former uh, George, uh, Georgia Senator David Perdue directed the verse at former President Barack Obama while the senator spoke at the Faith and Freedom Coalition's Road to Majority Conference. I remember when this happened, it was happen, happening even before that uh, amongst many Christians, and they thought it was funny, thought it was a joke, and if you confronted them with them, they're like, you don't know scripture, you don't know the Bible, and I'm like, no, I think I know the Bible, I think that what you're doing with the Bible is absolutely, a, it, it, it corrupts the name of God, corrupts scripture, and you should be ashamed of yourself, and maybe you should stop calling yourself a follower of Jesus Christ, but no, 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 I, I, when you try to stop this, you become the bad guy. That's why I'm just so, I'm just, I'm so, I'm, I'm done with this. I, I don't know what this is. It's not Christianity. I don't want to be, I don't want to be associated with it. I don't want any part of it. And I don't care. I don't care. Look, if you're out there and this is your form of Christianity, go. I, I'm not a part of it. Kick me out. Call me a heathen. Throw me out because I, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm so tired that that the 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 body of Christ has become nothing more than a political tool it's become nothing more than a device used by politicians and that the church has allowed ourselves to be used and manipulate. We've prostituted ourselves to politicians so that we can try to gain political power and influence so that we can try to fight a spiritual battle with carnal and fleshly weapons. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. I'm just, I mean, to me, this is the end of, of biblical Christianity. This is, this. I, I, look, it's one thing if it was outside the church, but you bring it into a Christian center at a Christian event and Christians laugh and Christians applaud and Christians think it's funny. I, I don't even know what to say. I'll play the audio for you one more time. I'll play the audio for you one more time. It's just, here we go. Praise the Lord. I hope that blesses somebody. But I, I do want you to know I pray for our president, Psalm 109.8. 
says, may his days be few and another take his office. Sorry if I hit the microphone there because I almost wanted to throw my iPad. It's the laughter. It's the cheering. That You don't even have, you know, I wish you could feel what I feel right now. I wish you could just feel the emotions building in me. I, the psalm being spoken of is an imprecatory psalm by David. And we've talked about the imprecatory psalms. The imprecatory psalms are things that you pray out. It's a spiritual scream. It's where you're, you're hurt, you're angry, you're, you're broken. You see evil, you see destruction, you see death. You see horrible things. It would be like for someone who's living in Ukraine and they scream out in pain, wanting the death and destruction of maybe the Russian leaders. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a spiritual scream of pain where you let out what's truly inside of you instead of covering it up and pretending. But it's to let that out so that you can process, so you can get the emotion out, so you can process it and then move through it spiritually till you get to where we're supposed to be spiritually because we're not supposed to stay there spiritually we're supposed to scream and deal with honesty and an honest way with our pain so we can arrive i don't know at a scripture that says something like this and and i know the person who said this you know maybe maybe they were confused okay i'm being sarcastic because the person who said this was none other than the eternal son of god But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. We are to pray a prayer of showing love to our enemy. That is what Christ calls us to do. I'm not saying there isn't a time in your prayer closet to, in a sense, tear your garment, sit in sackcloth and ashes, and scream out your spiritual pain. It's not something you do on a stage laughing and joking and saying hallelujah, praise, you know, praise God for his glory. And, and it's a big joke. You just prayed for the demise of a human being who's created in the image of God simply because you don't agree with his politics. And if we're going to start praying for people who we don't agree with their politics, or we're going to start praying for people to die who we don't agree with their politics, or we think that they're sinful, or we think that they're evil, you may want to start in the mirror because I guarantee you're sinful and you're evil, even though you say, well, not in the same way. You're still a sinner. The wages of sin is death. You deserve death. So if you're going to pray for other people's demise, pray for your, pray for your children's demise, pray for your husband's, pray for, pray. no, 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 because you think your family is also godly, and I guess you earn God's grace. We're supposed to be praying and loving those who are our enemies. 
Even the famous passage that you, you, you should know, 1 Timothy chapter 2, I exhort therefore, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that they may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Now, why should we pray for our political leaders? For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. You're praying in order for them to become saved. You're not praying in order for them to be killed. What has happened? What, what, what's happened? I, I, what's happened to biblical Christianity? What's happened? We we have we have embraced the spirit of the world. That is what we've embraced. We've embraced the coldness, the deadness, the hate, the division, the tribalism, the sectarian splits. We we have we have embraced the spirit of the world. We we have become fleshly, carnal, and ungodly. I am ungodly. And I'm a sinner, and we're all sinners. But the church in general, there's so much of the church that have embraced this political nonsense, and they think it's funny. They think it's a joke. It's never funny and a joke to ask the eternal God to kill someone. There's nothing, if you believe prayer is real and you believe you're speaking to a true all-powerful, eternal God, you, you would never take it even lightly, lightly to ever even utter anything like that, other than maybe in an imprecatory way where you're screaming out in pain because the person has killed people, some did some evil thing that, that, that's inflicted pain. Now, I don't agree with Joe Biden's policies. It's not even about agreeing with the policies. And, and I know what someone's got, I'm, I'm going to get the email. Well, he supports abortion. And you know how many Republicans have been in office who did nothing to stop it? Since Roe v. Wade, how many Republicans? Do you, have you ever looked at the statistics sometimes on how many abortions are taking place during a Republican presidency versus a Democrat? What, did you pray for the death of all of those Republicans? Did you die? Do you pray for the death of every political leader because, abor- because abortion exists? I'm going to pray for the death of everyone. I'm so pro-life that I want everyone to die until they stop abortion because the life outside of the womb is not valuable. It's only the life inside the womb. Is that, is that, is that now the pro-life stance? I... But but I, I'm going to be, I, I guarantee you, I'm, my emails will be uh, predominantly against me on this. And there'll be Christians acting like that. I'm a liberal. I'm a snowflake. You're a socialist. You're ungodly. You're of Satan because you don't, you don't take a stand. You don't have any guts and just try to talk all big and bad. And it's like, okay, yeah, you've, you've proven yourself. You're, 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 the, you're, you're the picture of godliness. Lorene Bobert, I'm going to say jokes, jokes about the demise 
of President Biden. I don't even know if she even takes that prayer seriously. It's more she's just joking. It's almost like she's utilizing scripture and God as the punchline to a joke more than than she's actually praying it. I think it's just more of a joke, which makes it even more blasphemous and more ungodly. And a day and age where there's so much violence and so much division, so much anger, that's really what we put it. Let me state it this way. I mean, first, be in an age living like this, we don't need that. But I, let me just ask you, you're a Christian. Do you want us to be known for that? Do you want us to be known for our praying for people to die? Or you want us to be known for our love? for even our enemies, for our love, our compassion, our desire to see people saved? Do we desire our political enemies to be saved or do we desire our political enemies to be killed? Do you desire salvation for people or do you desire death for people? And when Christians become the one desiring death for people and not salvation— I think you can say it's over. We've lost the plot. It's over. Shut the church down. Everyone just go home because Christianity is being hijacked. And we it's it's over. It's done. Now, I know you're going to say that's hyperbole, that not everyone's like that. I know not everyone's like that. I, I'm just expressing my frustration because there's too much of that in the body of Christ right now. There's too much of it, and there should be none. Now, I do not in in any way, shape, or form say that I'm better than anybody who finds himself politically hijacked. I've never found myself politically hijacked in my Christian life. I have found other things to hijack my Christian life. So I'm not saying that I'm better. I'm saying that all of us have to stop and ask ourselves, what are we doing? What are the things we're saying? How are we acting? How have we lost the plot so much that we no longer come anywhere close to resembling Jesus Christ and saying, love your enemy, turn the other cheek, pray for them that would persecute you and use you, pray for our, pray for our leaders because God desires men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. We should pray for our leaders that they would be saved, that they would come to the knowledge of the truth. And again, I wouldn't even be mentioning this if that happened at just some political campaign, political rally, because I, I, I expect this kind of nonsense, sadly, in some political parties, well, in all political parties in one way or the other. But to see it at a Christian center, a Christian event, where the people speaking supposedly have proven God's word, they somehow have some spiritual qualifications And then she stands up and thinks it's a joke. We need to pray desperately for the current condition of Christianity in the church and for the future of Christianity in the church. Because I think we're getting closer and closer that Christianity is being so co-opted it's just becoming a political party. It's just becoming a political entity. It's just becoming 
a political uh, ideology that's just mixes Christianity with it. The, Christi- the Christian part is taking a backseat to the political part, and politics is simply using Christianity to advance itself and to move forward its own political agenda. That we've abandoned spiritual weapons and we're embracing carnal weapons. We've, we've embraced the, the spirit of the age. And we need to repent, all of us. I started off not knowing what to say, and I'm ending with I still don't know what to say. I started off by, and I'm ending almost just completely just defeated. I, I and, and and this episode, I'm not going to change anyone's mind. You know, in some and in certain ways, I don't even know what I'm accomplishing. I'm just kind of wasting my time, right? Those who agree are going to be amen, and those who disagree are going to be like, you're an idiot. All this is going to do is be divisive. You can't even fix the problem anymore. You can't even speak to anyone on the, it's like, you can't, it's hard to get someone on the other side to stop and go, what am I doing? What have I been thinking? What have I been saying? How did I end up here? Now, I understand in your spiritual life, you look around, you're like, how did I end up here? I know what that feels like. But I just feel like that it's everyone's just gone to their corner, taken sides, and there's just it just seems vanity of vanities, meaningless, meaningless, and even trying to combat it anymore. Like there was a time that it was like, yeah, I'm going to fight this, I'm going to take a stand against it. Now it's just like, what's the point? What's the point when people can reach this kind of level where someone stands up and says those kinds of words at a Christian event? And everyone thinks it's funny and everyone thinks it's hilarious and everyone's laughing. I mean, at some point, you got to get up and walk out. You got to get up and walk out. I mean, I did it as a teenager. I, I I hadn't been saved very long. And I guess President Reagan had launched some airstrikes. I can't remember against which country. And uh, some people died, and uh, it was an. It, it happened, I guess, that late afternoon, uh, our time, Central Time Zone here in West Texas, and it was, I think, a Wednesday night service. The pastor stood up and announced it, and everybody in the church stood up and applauded. And I got up and walked out. I'm like, "We're applauding the death of human beings? Like what? What? We're applauding a military strike? Like well, I don't understand that." Even if you believe those people were the enemy, even if you believe they deserved it, you would be like, God, please have mercy. Please, you know, you you still don't want to see people dying. I I don't understand. I just, for for Christians who scream pro-life, sometimes we're the most uh, pro-war, pro, pro, I just don't, I don't even know sometimes what is happening in Christianity. You've probably already seen the story, but now you know. There's some of my thoughts. Feel free. I'm not going to hide behind a microphone. The, the same email address has been there forever. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. You feel free to tell me that I'm wrong. Those on YouTube, I know. Go ahead and tell me I'm wrong. It's fine. Go ahead. Pray for my demise. While you're at it, just throw me in the mix. Go for, pray for Biden to die. Pray for me to die. Pray for everyone in my family to die. Pray for everyone in my church to die. Just go ahead. I mean, if you if you really need, you're going to spend some quality time in prayer today. I can send you a list of everyone, you know, that you need to pray that we all die. 
You go ahead, pray for all the Democrats to die, pray for all the liberals to die, pray for all the socialists to die, just pray for, for everyone in the LG, just pray, just, I'll give you a list just of all the people you can pray to die, and you can feel much better about yourself and your relationship with God, because thank God you're not like the rest of us, and you can pray for all of our death. That'll be, that'll be good, and uh, that's great. Um, go ahead and pray for Biden's uh Biden's demise, but oh, please, by no means, do you want to pray for the demise of, I don't know, um, maybe the president, the leader of a country who just invaded another country and innocent people are dying. You don't, don't know. Go, go after Biden. That, that's probably what you should do because gas prices are national average of $5 a gallon and inflation is through the roof. And uh, yeah, I, now I'm just getting sarcastic because I just get frustrated, but I mean it. If you, if you hate me that much, just pray for my death. That's, that's okay. That's, there you go. You can pray to, to your God for my death. And I say your God because I just don't think that's the Christian God, but that's okay. Right. I do mean it. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Hopefully uh, we can move on to better subjects to talk about. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless.